How's everybody doing? Welcome into Montana at Noon for New Media Broadcasters. I'm Ashley Milis. To begin our show today, we're going to take a look at that extended weather command forecast. For the rest of today, it's going to be sunny with high 70 to 80 degrees and west winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, it'll be partly cloudy with lows in the mid-50s and southwest winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, shifting to the southeast after midnight. Tomorrow, it's going to be breezy and warmer and partly cloudy with highs 90 to 95 degrees and southeast winds 5 to 10 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tomorrow night, it'll be breezy and mostly cloudy with lows 60 to 65 degrees and southeast winds 15 to 25 miles per hour shifting to the east 10 to 15 miles per hour after midnight. On Saturday it's going to be mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers in the afternoon. Highs will be 85 to 90 degrees and east winds 10 to 15 miles per hour shifting to the south 10 to 20 miles per hour in the afternoon. On Saturday night it will be cooler and mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain showers and lows around 50 degrees. And coming on Sunday it's going to be cooler and mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of rain showers and highs 65 to 70 degrees. To continue, let's take a look at today's local news. The Milk River Joint Board of Control and the State of Montana Reclamation announced yesterday they will be replacing two drop structures on the St. Mary Canal. The replacement will be for Drop 2 and Drop 5. These high-risk structures were inspected last month after a concrete drop structure failed at the canal. Together, HDR Engineering and Sletton Construction Companies will be carrying out the replacement. These participating parties will be working alongside the Blackfeet tribe to ensure all tribal clearances are met. The replacements are scheduled to be completed by the end of summer 2020 and could potentially provide late water delivery to Fresno Reservoir for next season storage. Nelson Reservoir and Fresno Dam currently have above-average water levels and are set to provide irrigation deliveries into next month. So far, municipal water shortages below Fresno Dam are not anticipated. For more information, you can visit usbr.gov. Last week, Governor Steve Bullock announced an additional $25 million in COVID-19 aid for businesses. This aid included multiple grants, with one specifically dedicated to Montana meat processors. The Montana Meat Processing Infrastructure Grant is set to provide a total of $2 million in aid. All eligible meat processors who apply may receive up to $150,000 in assistance. Montana Department of Agriculture Director Ben Thomas said, quote, These grants give our producers an opportunity to shift their operations so they can access new markets and we can keep quality Montana-raised meat here in Montana, end quote. The deadline to apply for the Montana Meat Processing Infrastructure Grant is July 2nd. For more information, visit covidreliefmt.org submit. The Northern Lights Athletic Scholarship Foundation is putting on a golf scramble Saturday, June 13th at 10 a.m. at the Prairie Farms Golf Course. NLASF Administrative Director Bobby Moore said they had to cap the tournament at 18 teams because of COVID-19, but they are excited to put on the event and they have some great games planned for the course. We have lots of different games to play, like a dice roll, a tip-off. We have a special shot on hole 18, just different activities for people to do while they're out there doing the scramble. Moore said there are four people allowed per team, and each team has a chance to win some great prizes. We have 10 prizes for each hole. They're mainly contributions from either our local businesses or our coaches from here at the college. We have a prize for the low-grossing team, and we offer prizes at the course itself in the pro shop. Moore said they also have two $500 sponsored holes that teams can win. NLASF is asking teams to arrive by 8 a.m. 
The golf scramble is set to begin at 10 a.m. Registration for this event has currently reached its maximum. For more information, visit nlasf.com. The Small Business Administration announced they are making some changes to the Paycheck Protection Program. Friday, June 5th, President Trump announced the Paycheck Protection Flexibility Act of 2020, which allows a two- to five-year extension on loans made on or after June 5th. The act also extends the PPP loan forgiveness deadline to December 31st and allows borrowers to put 40% of loans toward business debt and 60% towards payroll costs. SBA Director Dan Nordberg said, quote, The bill just signed into law allows additional flexibility in the program to build on its already successful foundation. These changes will enable more businesses to take advantage of this lifeline through June 30th, and I am hopeful small businesses will take note and apply, end quote. For more information regarding PPP changes, visit sba.gov PPP. Well, guys, that will do it for our local news today. Now let's see what's going on in and around our state. The Montana Supreme Court has upheld an order that a retired Texas businessman pay the state more than $500,000 in income tax, interest, and penalties for money earned from 2008 to 2012. The Department of Revenue said it had audited Clayton A. Greenwood's non-resident individual income tax returns in 2013, in which he said he was a resident of Texas. However, the court said Tuesday that Greenwood had been voting in Montana, kept his state's driver's license, and reported being a resident in order to obtain hunting and fishing licenses and a concealed weapons permit. Greenwood's attorney declined to comment. Officials in northwestern Montana have released the names of a homicide victim and the suspected killer who was shot and killed by officers after a pursuit. The Flathead County Sheriff's Office says 62-year-old Maxine L. Hale was found dead of a gunshot wound in a residence west of Kalisbell at 11.40 a.m. Tuesday. Deputies were searching for the suspect, 52-year-old Richard Mason, when an officer spotted his vehicle and tried to perform a traffic stop. Mason led officers on a pursuit that ended when his vehicle struck spike strips in Lake County. Officers say Mason fired at Deputy Matthew Vander Ark, who returned fire along with Montana Highway Patrol Trooper Jerry Wren. The sheriff said Mason was a tenant of Hales. The state health department announced eight new cases of COVID-19 in Montana out of more than 1,400 additional tests. Six of the cases announced Wednesday were from Gallatin County and two were from Bighorn County, Gallatin County officials voted Tuesday to allow bars, restaurants, breweries, distilleries, and casinos to stay open until 12.30 a.m. A COVID-19 case reported in Missoula County in late May was a false positive. Because Missoula had gone weeks without a positive case, the state health department called for the person to be tested again. The second test came back negative. Government data show the Trump administration has awarded energy companies hundreds of breaks on payments for oil and gas extraction from U.S. lands and the Gulf of Mexico during the coronavirus pandemic. The breaks on payments are intended to help companies with workforce problems or other issues after the pandemic caused fuel demand to temporarily plummet worldwide. Critics argue that breaks on government fees are unnecessary corporate handouts that in some cases are benefiting companies with histories of environmental violations. Prices for oil have sharply rebounded in recent weeks to $39 a barrel for West Texas crude on Wednesday, after dropping below $13 in late April. North Dakota regulators have approved a permit for an energy company that wants to build dozens of wind turbines in Burke County. The State Public Service Commission gave approval for the Northern Divide Wind Project and a 41-mile-long transmission line to a substation in Mount Trail County. 
The Associated Press reported the project includes up to 74 turbines, which would generate about 200 megawatts of wind power. Northern Divide is a subsidiary of NextEra Energy Resources, which last year had been denied for a permit for another subsidiary, Burke Wind, because of concerns about dangers to migratory birds. And that's going to conclude our state news today. Now let's check out those wheat prices per bushel. In Hill County, winter wheat is $4.75, while spring wheat is $4.68. In Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.07, while spring wheat is $4.70. In Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.22, while spring wheat is $4.75. In Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.75, while spring wheat is $4.73. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is $4.65, while spring wheat is $4.58. To continue, let's take a look at today's funeral notices. George Gaylord Rice, age 87, passed away peacefully surrounded by loving family March 25th at Big Sandy Medical Center of Natural Causes. A celebration of life will be held in Big Sandy on Friday, June 12th at 11 a.m. at St. Margaret Mary Catholic Church. A graveside service will be held for Rex and Christine Dramstad at 2 p.m. on Friday, June 19th in Highland Cemetery. Please visit Rex and Chris's online memorial pages and leave a message of condolence for their family at hollandbonine.com. Charles Frank Brecky passed away peacefully on June 3rd at the age of 86. Graveside services will be held on Thursday, June 11th at 11 a.m. at the Harlem Cemetery. Reception will follow at the VFW. James Peter Reed, age 91, of Turner, passed away March 28th in Great Falls. The funeral service will be held on Saturday, June 13th at 11 a.m. at the Turner Christian Church. Well, folks, that will conclude our show today. I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are your primary news source seven days a week on KOJM and KPQX. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and make sure you stay safe out there on the High Line. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milis, and I'll catch you next time on Montana at Noon.